0: I just want to tell you how much your heavenly Father loves you and how much your Lord Jesus Christ loves you and to tell you how much I love you. I'm experiencing this very moment God's unconditional agape love. For God so loved us, agape love, that he sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to to give him as a ransom as a sacrificial lamb in our behalf so that we could be redeemed and restored back into the glory that God originally designed for us to have and and to live in. Just as the Apostle Paul said, Philippians 4.19, but my God will supply all of your need and my need according to his riches in glory. The riches of the love, the presence, and the the abundance of God through Jesus Christ. Learning how to live in the abundance of God's kingdom. The abundance of God's glory. When I talk to you now from my heart, these are not idle words. But these are words that I have learned to comfort myself with. Philippians 4.13, the Lord is my strength. The you that is in you is Christ, the greater one, the heir of God, the joint heir with Jesus, that we've been raised up together with him and we're seated with him in heavenly places. Bob, how do we get our needs met? Let's read a little bit about this in Matthew, the sixth chapter, which is just an extraordinary, incredible chapter. And most of us know it by heart. But uh, Jesus is speaking here, and he's teaching. Take heed that you do not your alms or your giving before men are to men to be seen by them. Hmm. Otherwise, you shall know, have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. So he's talking about giving has rewards, but don't let your, reward be, don't let your giving be done so that you can be rewarded by man. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms or giving, do not sound a trumpet before them thee as that as the hypocrites do in the synagogues or in the streets, but they have their reward, the glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou doest thine alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand is doing, that thy alms be done in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward you openly. So we're talking about when you give tithes, your offerings, and of course the jet fuel for your faith is tithes and offerings and the vows of faith, that really gets you out, gets your faith way out there, you know, to, to, to break loose, to break forth, to break out of the 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 limitations. Oh the natural man is limited to receiving the abundance and the bounty of God's kingdom. The only way that you will ever, we, including me, will ever enter into the kingdom of God is not trusting in our riches, the things that are seen, but to trusting in the true riches, the certain riches of God. And That's learning how to live and reign and exercise dominion in Christ. We're being taught here by Jesus on getting our needs met, including the very desires of our heart. If we will delight ourselves in him, seeking first the kingdom of God, he will give us the very desires of our heart. He puts those things that he wants us wants us to have in our life. For I know the plans that I have for you, saith the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to do you harm, but to give you hope and a life and a future. So we're here being taught by Jesus, saying that when you give... Don't do it to be seen outwardly by men, but give inwardly to God. And God who sees in secret will reward you. So there are rewards. And when you give, Jesus said the secret to success. And I think this is the definition of riches. When you give, love, help, caring, uh, your tithes, your offerings. He said give and it'll be given back. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give back into your life. When you give, you're making room for more. I've always realized that there's a powerful truth. Every time you let go of what you have, you have to believe the promises that it's going to come back to you. As you cast your bet on the waters, it will come back to you. After many days, it will come back. Like in my personal life, I have a, a partner that we had helped years ago and uh, build a lot of, uh, of the things for the kingdom of God. And it's a, I won't get into all the details, but not too long ago, God put it on their heart to start sending uh, uh, Maria and I uh, a personal offering. And it was such a blessing to receive that personal offering. I received finances, you know, and it's not even a salary, but I received finances from the church. But to have a little extra helping hand just meant so much. And to me, it was a sign from heaven, you cast your bet on the waters, and you will find it again after many days. It will come back, as Jesus said pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give into your life. Whether it's divine favor, an open door, uh, a special blessing, you just never know how God's going to do it, but he always does it. In fact, right now, I'm releasing an unexpected blessing into your life right now. Somehow, some way, I'm seeing an unexpected blessing coming because you've been tithing, you've been paying your vows, and it's coming back on the waters glory to God. Men are giving back into your life. Yes. Amen. And amen. So <clears throat> we're taught that, uh, if you wait for the conditions to be just right for sowing, uh, they'll never be just right for reaping. Don't look at the clouds or have things look. First of each week, always, first place, put God first, honor him with the first fruits of your increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Honoring the Lord, the tithe is holy unto him. Uh, Will a man rob God? No. You know, Jacob, this is amazing. Jacob, just before he started his journey of leaving uh, Isaac, his mother's house or home, Tent <laughs> and uh, Isaac pronounced and reminded him of Abraham's covenant with God that thou God made to Abraham, in thee shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, and thy seed uh, shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, which is Christ. And if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's. Uh, seed, and an heir according to the blessings, that covenants in the city, the field, the head, not the tail, victorious in every direction. And uh, then a little ways into his journey, all of a sudden he fell asleep, the heavens opened, glory to God, and he saw a ladder reaching up to heaven, and he saw the angels of God coming down, bringing blessings, I believe, answers to prayer and blessings, and he saw Christ standing up above it. So the heavens opened. Unto him, and his eyes were opened, that where he was was the house of God when he awakened. You are the house of God. God lives on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Open your eyes. Let the heavens be opened and receive the blessings of the kingdom into your life. He awakened, and immediately he vowed to tithe, to give a portion of all that God blessed him with because he knew that that covenant was a covenant of divine protection, a covenant of divine provision, a covenant of divine direction. Oh, yes, in the plans I have for you and the purpose that I have ordained, have I not said that everything works together for good for those who love me? Yes, and called according to my purpose and my divine plan for your life. Oh, yes, let your eyes be opened. Open up your eyes with revelation knowledge that I live on the inside of you. It's not you, but it's me on the inside of you that meets every one of your needs, saith the Lord. Seek first the kingdom of God. So the disciples were talking about, you know, we need food, we need shelter, we need clothing, we need tuition for the girls to go to school, we need all these things. How is it going to happen? And Jesus said, your father knows that you need all of these things, that you need direction. You need wisdom for decisions. You need, you need strength and peace in your home and your marriage, that you need things, that food and shelter and clothing and, and all these things. God knows he wants good. He, how much more you want nice things for your children? How much more God wants the best? Say it. God wants the best for you and I. And then Jesus said, "Here's the secret. This my words. Here's the secret to having success and victory, and divine prosperity, and all your needs met in life. Number one, seek first the kingdom of God. Mmm, mm, mm, the kingdom of God. What's that all about? Well, the blessings of the kingdom, the benefits of the kingdom." All of the, the bounty of the kingdom, the excitement of the kingdom of God is just filled. And Jacob saw it. Jacob saw the heavens opened, and he saw Christ at the top of the ladder. Hallelujah. He saw it. He got the revelation. That's why when he woke up, he, he was reminded of that covenant of prosperity. He was reminded of, of if we would tithe and give offerings that God would rebuke the devourer and open up the windows of heaven. And those blessings would be poured out. Oh, yes. I believe as our eyes are open to the glory of Christ living on the inside of us, allowing him to come out of our heart filled with knowledge of him and our eyes being opened up of the windows of heaven, the kingdom of God. We see you cannot enter the kingdom trusting in things in the natural remember Jesus teaching the disciples about the hundredfold return and a rich man came to Jesus and wanted to know what he must do to be saved to get into the kingdom of God that's where you want to be that's where Jesus came to take us into the benefits and the blessing of the kingdom you know you yes we receive Christ we're born again our sins are forgiven but let's enter into all the benefits and Let's enjoy the blessings of Canaan land, the, the benefits and the blessings of the kingdom of God, our Canaan land. Peter needed some money, and he didn't know where to get it. He had some bills to pay, had some tithes to give. Ooh, didn't know what to do, and Jesus wanted to pay his tithes too. Did you see that? What's that there in the Bible? And uh, he didn't know what to do, and Jesus says, well, here's here, go, go fishing and cast a hook and get, get the money out of the fish's mouth. There's riches of God's glory on the inside of you, in your heart, and released through your mouth. You have to let God out. Let him out of the box. Let Jesus come out of your life. Let Jesus and the Father move in with you and sup with you and live with you and and release his abundance of his riches and glory through every area of your life. I sense it now. The power of God flowing through you, into your home, into your mind, into your business, into your health, into your body, into your finances. I'm sensing the glory of God, Christ incarnating, the word incarnating you. I receive it now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God. Number one, you must be born again to enter the kingdom of God. That means barn of Christ, not you. Jesus, the disciple says, Lord, we've left everything to follow you. What about us? Jesus said, how hard it is for those who trust in their riches, temporal riches enter the kingdom of God. He's not saying we cannot have riches. He said, but with God. All things are possible. He's not talking about having, uh, 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 he's not talking about us having riches. He's talking about riches having us. Did you get that? When we tithe, we're saying, God, Riches don't have us. Your promises have us. We honor you with the first fruits. We don't hold back that which belongs to you. The tithe is holy, and it belongs to God. There's a curse upon keeping it. There's a blessing upon worshiping God with it. And he pours out a blessing upon the nine-tenths. Isn't that something? And so here's the thing. Seeking first the kingdom of God. And in uh, the benefits, this says from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven served violence, violent and the violent take it by force. We're talking about becoming violently resolute in our life to receive the blessings of the kingdom. We have to press in to the blessings of the kingdom. When the son of man returns, shall he find faith? He was talking about the, the woman who was persistent, who wanted some answers to prayer. The woman that the, the woman that was persistent. She she was having a hard time. She came to the unjust judge and she needed some things done, and she would not let off that judge's case. She was, the, 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 the the persistent woman. The parable of, of persistence, and she just would not hold back. She kept banging on that judge's door and bothering him and pestering him. There in Luke eighteen. Let me just look that up. I'll get my. I'm I'm reading from my very old Bible. And it is so marked up and messed, torn. And, but I just let my Bible is, it's my, I'm reading from my anointed Bible. Praise God. Luke 18. Where are you, Luke 18? <clears throat> and he spoke a parable unto them to this end that men always to pray and not to faint, saying, There was a city and a judge, pray and not to faint. Not to give up on your answers to prayer, not to faint, not to give up saying, There was a city, a judge, which feared not God and regarded man. And there was a widow in the city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said <clears throat> within himself, Though I fear not God nor man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, at least her continual coming to weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with him? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on earth. That persistence. He's talking about prayer. He's talking about getting answers to prayer. He's talking about get your answers to prayer. Men are always to pray and not to faint. God looks to faith in and trusting in him. When Jesus was talking about entering into the kingdom, he's talking about not trusting in things, not trusting in your strength, but trusting in his strength and trusting in his things. And Jesus said, Shall you not receive a hundred times as much now in this life? Houses, lands, fathers, brothers, brothers, and sisters. He's talking about the return of when we give ourselves totally to Christ. See, the flesh does not want to be crucified. But unless if the secret, and then it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, the, his righteousness. The secret is walking in that righteousness in that dominion of God. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord, our God, Jesus. And it's talking about that, that if we want to reign with him, rule with him, live with him, and enjoy the benefits of the kingdom, there's going to be some pressing into those things. It just doesn't, you just can't lay around and it just falls down from heaven like a Coke bottle. No, we're talking about entering into that covenant, that blessing of Abraham with him. Abraham tithed. He gave 10% of everything God blessed him with. And God began to multiply his flocks and said, I'm the God of Bethel where thou vowed a vow unto me. It's jet fuel for your faith. I teach that Job, after he'd gone through things, he said, Acquaint now thyself with him. Therefore, be at peace, Job 22. And good shall come unto you. Yea, make God your gold, not money, not uncertain riches, not things where rust and moth can corrupt and thieves cannot, can break in and steal. But I'm talking about when we focus on eternal while we look not as our source, the things that are seen, but the things that are not seen. Reminding ourselves that we are dead in Christ. If we're going to reign with him, we have to identify that we die daily to our flesh and ourself as our source and how things and life as our source and how things look. Make God your source. And that's exactly what Jacob did when he went into business with God. You are my God to save me, protect me, direct me, provide for me and my family, and give me victory over my enemies and adversities and the problems and trials and tribulations of life. Through much tribulation, we enter into the kingdom of God. We prevail We prevail continually when we reign with him. The Apostle Paul had just been stoned for teaching these truths of two-thirds of the New Testament that I quote continually. He had been stoned, left for dead, and they threw him out of the city. Drug him out of the city like he was dead. And he came back to life again. And began to teach this message through much tribulation, problems, and afflictions. We do enter into the kingdom. Hmm. Enter into the kingdom and to reign and to prevail and, and, and to prevail over life, to prevail over the flesh, to veil over what people say about you, to prevail over uh, when it looks like you have no money or food to eat or don't have the money for bills or tuition or rent or electricity or, or what have you. Your car may be broke down and you've got a bill to fix it. God provides. You may have a big IRS bill. God provides. I'm telling you, my God provides. If you will rule with him, you will reign with him. So we died in Christ, experience his death daily. We're buried with him in water baptism, symbolic of us letting go of our old self and coming resurrection, coming back up out of the water. woo In Christ's life. Now our minds are being renewed to how God thinks and how we look beyond the natural realm as our source. Look to God as your source right now. He's moving in your life. 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 Allow Christ out, his riches and glory. The you that's in you is Christ. Allow him to resurrect and then the next step to rise up with him. Seated with him in heavenly places, ruling and reigning in life as kings through that righteousness. Righteousness gives you the ability to rule and reign in life. We're rising up out of our fleshly weakness, out of feelings, out of how things look, and rising up and looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of the God kind of faith. Christ lives in us. He wants to operate in his faith in us. He wants us to open our mouth and allow Christ out to speak to the storms, to still those storms in life. Glory to God. I'm I'm seeing this for you, my sister. Be encouraged. I'm praying for you now that your faith will not fail. Like Jesus prayed for Peter when Peter was being tested and attacked by Satan. Jesus said, you're going to fall down. You're going to deny me a few times. But I'm praying for you that your faith will not totally fail. And when you are revived and get back up, comfort the brethren with the prayer and what I've comforted you with. That's a word for you, brother. That's a word for you, my sister. Jesus' mighty name. Mama Shadabokoya. Mama let go of your old life to have the new life, the big life, the rich life of Jesus Christ. For his riches and glory to incarnate in and through you in everything that you touch to prosper. Rise up when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith. We're here to manifest the glory of Christ in us. The rich life. He's rich. Christ in us is rich to supply our every need, but we have to let go of the old in order to have the hundredfold return of the new. Letting go of the old to have the new. So many times we wanna put the new into the old wineskins. That's not the way that it works. We've got to rise up, receiving Christ continually 24 hours a day in Jesus' name. Father, you see this one. It's being strengthened now through my words. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit of the living God, put your big arms of love around them now to be encouraged to reign with you, Jesus. Seated, raised up above all these problems and seated with you in heavenly places in Jesus' mighty name. I'm sensing something. Thank you, Lord. 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 Lord. Mmm. Mm. I want you to get my book. Stake your claim to God's master plan for your rich, full miracle life. All you need to do is type in RobertTilton.com. That takes you to my website, and immediately we have a little thing called a pop-up. Pops up on the screen. Just fill it out: your name and address, and most importantly, your email address. Okay, and immediately our computer will send you this book. God, Stake your claim to God's master plan for your rich, full, miracle life in Christ. <clears throat> Excuse me, in this fifteen-page booklet, by no means it's not a it's not a fifteen-year Bible course, but explains uh, a lot of what I believe, what we're doing at our church, and what our church wants to do for you. I have a course. I call it my success in life, uh, time to live and build your dream life course. Through your tithes and offerings and your vow of faith, we'll begin to send you these, these courses, these syllabus, notes, workbook, to help you focus your faith, set your goals. As Job said in 22, acquaint yourself with him, and that's what I want to teach you, how to acquaint yourself with God. Hallelujah. So that you can have plenty of silver and gold. And he says, if you will vow and pay, you can decide right there, Job 22. You can decide, look it up, decide what you want, your needs and the desires of your heart. Thou shalt decree a thing. Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask or you can decree, you can decide, you can demand, you can declare a thing. And it will be established unto you. You see, Bob, I don't have that kind of faith. Well, I do. And I want to agree with you. I want to put my hands on top of your hands. I want to speak into your life. I want to keep you inspired daily. I want to teach you how to walk on the water. <laughs> I want to teach you how to step out of where you are in, the unlimited, in, in, in a limited life of yourself and help you move into that unlimited life in Christ Limitless, limitless, limitless life in Christ, as Jesus said, where all things are possible. That's what he said about the man who, who, who the disciples said, Lord, we've given up everything to follow you. He said, with, with God, all things are possible. With man, not a lot's possible. But with God, nothing is impossible. All things are possible. I'm getting excited 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 i'm excited for you i'm excited for your eyes being opened to the windows of heaven i'm excited about you going into partnership business with god i'm excited about God blessing the work of your hands i'm excited about your leaf your faith is not withering glory to God and you're bringing forth fruit in due season I'm excited about the windows of heaven being opened unto you and blessings being poured out and the devourer who's been eating your crops rebuked all The work of your hands and the blessings of God are coming in on every wave. I want to pray now. Father, you see that one that's worshiping you today through their tithes and offerings, helping us in the ministry. Thank you, Father, for our partners, the ones that are getting the box, the miracle toolbox. Thank you, Father, for our lifestyle enrichment evangelist, helping people around the world. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. Let me hear from you today. You can go to our website, make a donation online, or you can write me, Robert Tilton, Tulsa, Oklahoma, seven four one two one, post office box uh, forty, post office, post office. Come on, just all of a sudden, post office box. How could I forget the twenty two oh sixty six, Tulsa, Oklahoma, seven four one two one. Well, I've got to go. Robert Tilton, reaching out to you. Oh, I've got some good food for you today. I am so, so excited and inspired. I'm just getting myself blessed thinking about what I'm about to share with you. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When you have faith to believe and understand that all things are possible You become very motivated. Anything that you can desire, dream, or even imagine, the Lord said in Galatians 3.20, exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to my power that worketh in you. That's that faith power, that, that faith that we are working. Faith without works is dead, or actually, faith without works is not even faith. Faith is motivating. It gets you going. It inspires you. It excites you. It it empowers you to rise up and to uh, conquer problems, move mountains, and get up and get going into the big, wonderful, beautiful, blessed life that God has for you. Jacob saw it when he woke up. He saw the heavens opened up. He saw the blessings of God, the kingdom coming down On that ladder, the angels and Jesus at the top of the ladder, he got he got so excited he vowed to tithe off of all the blessings that God was about to bless him with. Now listen closely, I want to talk to you about this passage of scripture, and this is, it's the the kingdom has come, the kingdom of God with all of its blessings has come. Jesus brought the message, the blessings of the kingdom of God. He healed the sick. He raised the dead, opened the blinded eyes, caused deaf ears to hear. He brought the He brought the health of the kingdom, the abundance of the kingdom, the the miracles of the kingdom of God had come. And here in Luke, the tenth chapter, and Jesus talks about when you enter into a city, they first and they receive you, eat such things as they set before you, and heal the sick who are there, and say to them, the kingdom of God has come. And is near you, or the kingdom is nigh you. Near you, has come. He said, "Preach the gospel of the kingdom." Jesus went about teaching, healing all that were sick and diseased, and under the distresses of sin, and preached the gospel, the gospel of the kingdom. What is the gospel of the kingdom? Well, we know that God in Galatians three, God first preached the gospel to Abraham, saying. In thee shall all nations of the earth be blessed. So the gospel of the kingdom, the gospel of blessings, the blessings of the, the blessings of the kingdom of God had come. I want you to know something. I'm talking to myself right now. Bob, my brother, my sister that's listening to this, this podcast, the blessings of the kingdom of God have come. They are near you, they are nigh you. Just as, oh my gosh, Romans 10, it says that the word, Christ, is nigh you. You don't have to bring him down from the dead. Don't have to uh, bring him down from heaven. You don't have to raise him from the dead. But what saith it, the word is nigh you. Christ is nigh you. The blessings of the kingdom are nigh you. They're in your mouth and they're in your heart. Jesus taught a parable, he said, There in Matthew 13, he says, the kingdom is like a treasure hid in a field. It's a treasure. These blessings. The kingdom is like a treasure hid in a field. And the man, when he saw it, he went and sold everything he had so that he could buy that field. When we see this, that we are redeemed from the curse of sin so that the blessings of heaven, The blessings of Abraham, the blessings of the kingdom of God can be released into our life. But first, you must be born again if you want this treasure hid in a field. There's a treasure on the inside of you. Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is not not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace and joy. He says the kingdom is not here or there, but the kingdom of God with all of its blessings are hidden on the inside of you, inside your life, inside your heart. And they're released out of our mouth by believing in our heart, storing up riches in heaven, storing up those riches of God, getting our eyes opened up. Glory to God! Opening up the revelation knowledge of all the benefits of the kingdom from the days of John the Baptist. It says that the the, the kingdom was preached. And many daily presseth in. It says that the kingdom suffering violent and the violent take it by force. There's so much excitement, so much exuberance, so much people. When once you see this, you sell everything you have so that you can enter into that kingdom. The rich young man came to Jesus and he says, what must I do to inherit eternal life? All of these wonderful, exciting things of God. Jesus said, sell what you have, give it to your poor, pick up your cross and follow me. And the man went away, very sad, the nobleman, the, 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 the rich man, because he had much possessions. He was not willing to sell what he had in order to have the blessings of the kingdom. Jesus said, those who have left behind, trusting in other things, those who have made me the source, the kingdom the source of their life and supply, will enter in and even have a hundred times as much now in this life and in the life to come, eternal life. Mark ten twenty nine. The blessings of the kingdom. Now listen to this. This is, this is exciting. Jesus is talking here. In Mark 10, I want to read this. After these things, the Lord appointed 70 other elders and said, sent them out two by two to go into the city and, and to go before him. And then he said to them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of harvest to send out laborers into his harvest field. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. Carry neither money bag, sack, nor sandals, and greet no one along the road. But whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house, like even now. I'm entering into your house, your mind, your life, your heart, and I'm talking to you. When you enter in, say peace unto this house. I want to read it from the Amplified Translation. <clears throat> Just a second. Let me get it here. Whatever house you enter, first say peace be unto this house. Freedom from the distresses that result from sin be with this house. Freedom. From all the distresses, the results. So, we're, we enter into a person's life. I'm I'm talking to you right now, and I'm I'm saying when you go into a house or you you go into a city, uh, say to it, freedom, peace be unto this house, or shalom, peace, health, and prosperity be upon this household. Freedom from all the distresses that have resulted from sin be on this house. Be release. Freedom, release people from the distresses. That's the gospel of the kingdom. Jesus went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, releasing those oppressed of the devil, healing the sick, blind to see, deaf to hear. Jesus was releasing mankind from the distresses of sin. That's our ministry, to release people from the curse of the law so that the blessings of Abraham could come upon us. God preached the gospel to Abraham. Abraham was rich in cattle, silver and gold. Everything Abraham did, God caused it to prosper. Oh, yes, in Proverbs ten twenty two, The blessings of the Lord maketh rich. And add no sorrow with them. The blessings of the kingdom maketh rich. The blessings of the covenant of the kingdom. God opened the windows of heaven unto Abraham. He began to speak to him as I'm almighty God. Walk before me and I will make my covenant with you. And through your seed, Christ, shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. With the blessings of the kingdom, my brother, my sister, are you receiving this message? I'm hearing it like it's fresh, like it's brand new. It's the blessings of the kingdom, the blessings of the covenant. And when you enter into a a, a person's home, if they receive you, let your blessings, when they receive you, let let, let the blessings of the covenant, the blessings of the Lord that maketh rich come upon that household. Are you receiving this message? Are you receiving me as a messenger from heaven, a messenger from God? I've got a message for you, my brother, my sister. Even this very moment, I sense the presence of God coming up on your mind, your ears, your heart, your home. God has sent me to you to bring the blessings of the kingdom and maketh rich and add no sorrow with them into your life. I'm a prophet of God of whole person prosperity. Just not material things, but physical. Just not physical, but spiritual. Joy and peace and divine purpose and fulfillment in your life, my sister. Even this moment, I speak peace into your heart. I command the storms of life to be still. You're making God your covenant. You're entering into that covenant with God like they vowed a vow unto God, making him their source of supply. Jacob saw it when the heavens were opened. He saw the blessings of heaven, the blessings of God that maketh rich and add no sorrow coming down. He saw the blessings of his grandfather Abraham. He saw saw the source of God's blessings was the kingdom of God. And if you be Christ or belong to Jesus, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promises. All these blessings of the kingdom of yours by receiving Jesus Christ, who redeems us from the curse of the law, so that the blessings of the covenant could come up on you. And when you res- go into a city, if they receive you, let your peace let 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 that sh- let those blessings of the kingdom, the blessings of the lo- oh, the blessings of the Lord Jesus maketh rich. Do you get this? Deuteronomy 8.18, he says, when you move into your new home and you have beautiful clothes, don't forget, I'm the one who caused you to prosper. I gave you the power to get wealth, to establish my covenant, and to perform it. Oh, to perform that covenant in your life. And think about it. Jesus said, the kingdom has come, and it's nigh you. Romans 10 Says, don't have to bring it down from heaven. You don't have to bring it, raise him from the dead. But what saith it, he's nigh you. It's nigh you. Christ is here. He has come with the blessings of the kingdom. He redeemed us. He bore the curse on his own body at Calvary so that you and I could be redeemed. The veil of the temple has been torn open. The windows of heaven are opened up. And the blessings of God are ready to be poured out upon all of us. Us. I am excited about this. Are you excited about this? Let's just read. Let's just let's just read this a second. Get ready. Get ready. Are you ready? Get ready. Get ready. Let's let's read those blessings. Are you ready? I'm going to read them to you under the anointing of God. Oh, you need to share my podcast with other people. You need to get them excited about this. Now it shall come to pass if you will diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God and observe carefully all his commandments, then I will set you high above all the nations of the earth. Are you ready for that? And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, because you have obeyed the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, blessed shalt thou be in the field shalt there be the fruit of that body the produce of your ground and the increase of your herds the increase of your cattle the offspring of your flocks oh that's your businesses <laughs> I'm telling you God's going to give you your own business if you don't already have one God's going to give you a, a, a some of them call it a side gig or a hustle or what have you but you know God blesses the work of your hand your business everyone needs something blessed shalt thou be blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Glory to God. Blessed, I'm going to say my church offering basket is blessed. Amen. Blessed shall be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before your face. Boy, that's happened to me so many times. I've had so many people to stop me preaching this gospel of salvation, whole person prosperity salvation. I've been trying. To, I mean, I mean, I've gone through it to continue to preach this message, so you can hear it. Hallelujah! I've got it's all over me. This anointing of God. This prosperity covenant gospel, this gospel of blessings of Abraham. It's the gospel of the blessings of Abraham. Maketh rich and add no sorrow with them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Abraham was rich cattle, silver and gold. God had blessed him in all things. Isaac was so blessed they were the, the, the Philistines were jealous of him. He got into this thing. That man saw the field. He saw the blessings. He saw the kingdom. He saw the treasures of the kingdom and went and sold all that he had so that he could have it. Many daily are pressing into this. Even as I speak this message to you, many all over the world are getting this revelation of the love of God, the blessings of God. Not because we we only serve God because of the blessings, we serve God because we love him. And he's sharing his life and his glory with us. Paul had the revelation. My God will supply all of your need according to his riches in glory. Through Jesus Christ. Jesus is rich and he lives on the inside of you. And the kingdom is on the inside of you. And the blessings of the kingdom are on the inside of you. They're nigh you in your heart and release them through your mouth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Faith with works. And the Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated. They will flee before you seven ways. The Lord will commend the blessings on you in your storehouses. That's your checking accounts and savings accounts and stocks and bonds or houses, plural. And in all which you set your hand, he will bless you in the land where the Lord your God has given you. Oh, yeah, that means you're going to have some land, brother, sister. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself. Just as he has sworn to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, then all the people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord and shall be afraid of you. They'll see that you've got the name of God on your life. You're marked with the Lord. And the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body and in the increase of your livestock and your produce, your ground, the land of which the Lord your God, your Father, gives you. That's the land. I see it. And the Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give you rain to, in your land in your season, and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations. You shall not borrow, and the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above and not beneath. You, If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I commanded you this day, and are careful to observe them. Glory to God. If you don't turn aside just the way or that way, I command it this way, you shall be blessed above all nations of the earth. Glory to God. I bless you now. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your eyes, your ears, your heart. Allow Christ and the treasures of the kingdom to be released into every dimension of your life. Love and joy and peace and fulfillment and discovering your divine purpose within God's kingdom. Jacob saw it when the heavens were opened, that this is the house of God, the kingdom of heaven. He saw it and he vowed to tithe. The tithe off the blessings that releases those windows that rele- that rebukes the devourer. The Lord said in Malachi 3 He said, Now you're, you're cursed, you're still under the curse because you've robbed me of the blessings. He said, Offer unto God thanksgiving. He said, Let me prove to you what I will do in your home, in your life, in your business in your marriage in all the in, in your children's lives the generation the generation of the upright shall be blessed That means your offspring, your children's children, your grandchildren, blessed with the, I'm releasing this now through my words filled with this into your mind and your heart. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You're hearing this. It's empowering you. Hallelujah. Faith with works. It empowers you. It motivates you. It inspires you to dream big. And uh, and, and he says, call unto me and I will answer thee. And I will show thee great and mighty things that thou knowest not my plans for you are to prosper you saith the lord i've sent my son Jesus christ to release the blessings of my kingdom into your life amen and amen so jacob proved god with his tithe and god began to mul- gave him flocks and began to multiply his flocks and took the t- and took the wealth the cattle out of his Father-in-law who had uh, raised, who had held back from him uh, ten times, he held his wages back. And, and God blessed uh, Jacob with the blessings of Abraham because he vowed a tithe. Now listen to this, this tithing right here. Let me read this to you. Here's a powerful scripture. And the Lord is talking here about the, it's the wild of vow. Gather uh, Psalms 50. Listen, brother, sister. Gather my saints together unto me, those that made a covenant or a vow with me by sacrifice, sacrificing things unto the Lord. And the heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God is judge of him. He says, I will not reprove thee for my, thy sacrifices or thy, thy burnt offerings have been continually before you. So here's the Lord before me. So the Lord's saying that he's not rebuking the people for, for their, vow, their sacrifices and their vows have continually been before him, amen. He says, the cattle upon a thousand hills is mine, the earth is mine, and the fullness thereof is mine. And he says, offer unto God thanksgiving sacrifices. And pay thy vows. Make a vow and pay it under the most high God. And call upon me in the day of your trouble. I will deliver thee and thou shalt glorify me. The vow of vowing a covenant unto the Lord. Jacob saw it. Uh, King David saw it. When he was in trouble, he says, "We went through the fires, and we went through the floods, but thou hast brought us out into a wealthy place. I will pay my vows, which my lips have uttered, and my mouth has spoken when I was in trouble. Hannah wanted a child, vowed a child you can you can vow for for a better job, vow for a home, vow for children, vow for a husband, just you can vow for your marriage, you can enter into a covenant with God and worship him thou sh- job vowed he says thou shalt Acquaint not thyself with him and be at peace and you'll have plenty of make God your gold. Make God your source. Make the kingdom of God the kingdom of heaven. The blessings of the Lord maketh rich, abundantly supplied, and add no sorrow with them. God says, "Don't forget when I bring you into those beautiful places, those beautiful homes that I perform my covenant, my covenant of Abraham, to to perform it, to manifest it. To uh, there's a there's a word to manifest it, to to perform it, to authenticate it. Oh glory to God! That's a new word to auth. God authenticates the message of the gospel, the gospel of the blessings of Abraham. Abraham believed God, what God said to him, and it was counted to him for righteousness, and we received the promise of the Spirit. through You received this by faith, by believing it in your heart, and saying with your mouth. Today, as we close, I want to encourage you to tithe and help us in our ministry. If, we, if you have received us, and these blessings that I'm pronouncing upon you right now, then tithe as the Lord blesses and prospers you. Will you do that, you can go to my website, roberttilton.com, and there's two things there. One, I have a free book that I want you to get, Staking Your Claim to God's Master Plan for Your Life. It's a powerful book. It's years in the making and explains our ministry and what we do, how not only as you give Unto us, we want to give it back to you as one of our ministers. And let me share this message with others, this good news, the ministry of reconciliation. And then we have a powerful course. When you vow, we have a powerful course, a success and prosperity course. I call it my miracle toolbox, success and prosperity miracle toolbox. There. Anyway, get that little book. Then also there's a, there's, a, there's a link, a button you can hit to make a donation. Tithe today. Make a vow of faith today. Worship the Lord for your giving today. And he said, call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will hear thy prayer, and I will deliver thee. Job said, thou shalt decide and decree a thing, pay your vows, and it will be established unto you. I'm quoting from the Bible, Job 22, and it will be established unto you. And the light of God's Favor will shine on your path. Glory to God. This is a covenant of whole person prosperity. Blessings coming into the city. Blessings going out of the city. Blessings out in the field. Blessing the work of your hands. Make a vow unto the Lord and pay it. Whether it's a $1,000 vow, $500, 200 100 Make a vow today. Go to my website, roberttilton.com. That's the church site. Or you can write me. You can just write if you want to, Robert Tilton, Word of Faith Church, Post Office Box, one Post Office Box. Uh, what is my Post Office Box address? Oh my gosh! You know, as many times as I said it, I, I get a little confused because I have a mailing address. I mean, I have the the address that our uh, that our uh, uh, bills go to. Anyway, that's <laughs> another town by in Tulsa, Post Office Box 22066, Robert Tilton. Post office box 22066, that's Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74121, 74121. I'm excited about your vow. I'm excited about your tithes and offerings. I'm excited about what God's doing in your life. And I pray you would get this miracle toolbox. It's a powerful box, 12 powerful teachings to organize your faith focus your faith, uh, uh, set your goals and dreams of what you want in all seven areas of your life. I go through the Bible. I teach on first one is introduction to success. I go through the blessings of Abraham so that your mind can be renewed so that we can get your eyes opened to the windows of heaven being opened under your life just as Jacob saw it. Jacob saw The windows of heaven being opened unto his life, the covenant of blessings that maketh rich and add no sorrow of the Lord. He saw it and he went into business with God. That's my box, going into business with God. God's business is putting him first. God's business is acknowledging him in all of your ways. God's business is souls. God, the harvest is ripe. The labors are few. And the Lord is saying, those of you that will go to work into my harvest field, I will bless you when you receive into a home. I'll release those blessings of that home into your life. Oh, this is exciting. Get my book. Stake your claim to God's master plan for your life. Bob, you are excited. I am so excited. I see God in you. I see the riches of God on the inside of you. I see it's nigh your mouth, it's in your heart and in your mouth. It's nigh you. The kingdom of God has come, and it's nigh you. It's available right now. Many daily are pressing in, violently pressing in to grab a hold of these blessings, the benefits, and the bounty of the kingdom. Jesus died on the cross, suffered the consequences of sin so that the veil of the temple could be torn down, and the blessings of the kingdom of God are opened up whosoever will enter into the blessings of Abraham. They're available right now. If you'll believe it, faith without works is not even faith, but faith with works and action releases the blessings of the kingdom of God, the head and not the tail. I love you. Robert Tilton reaching out to you.